I'm Casey. And I'm Christina. And welcome to the 12th episode of Tried and Food. Oh yes, we've left behind our spooky noises. We need to bring those back. Yeah, or some other sound effect that kind of just does it. (laughs) Although this is a little bit of a I don't want to say a haunting or a spooky kind of episode, <laughs> but episode. we are bringing it back to the past again. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of the theme that we've been going with, just like reminiscing on old things that used to happen. Um, this week's episode actually takes inspiration from a really recent excursion that Casey went on. Well, um, I think you were just exploring your boyfriend's new neighborhood. Is that how yes. you? Yes. Yeah, came about that. Why don't you talk a little bit about like what place you went to and why and why we're even doing this theme today, which is childhood toys or things yes. of uh, nostalgia when we were kids. I am literally so excited to go back to this place. So it's a toy store and it's called Playthings, etc. And I found it. It's not exactly in the town where my boyfriend is living, but it's like. 20 minutes from his house and so I was like well I might as well drive to this toy store and just like have some fun especially specifically because I looked on their Facebook page to kind of check out what they were all about and they had like the specific thing I wanted to get him for his birthday so I was like oh okay like I'll stop by and get that and then also check it out and it's it is incredible it's shaped like a spaceship from the outside and the doors are like these big vault doors Mm -hmm. um and then the inside is just a giant like toy store literally every toy you can think of like there's not very many toy stores like that like around in general like Toys R Us I'm pretty sure they went bankrupt so I'm pretty sure most of those stores have already closed down Mm -hmm. you know there's just not a lot of genuine toy stores that I've been to in the past decade and this one just like really brought me back um (laughs) they literally have everything they had light bright which is something I'm going to be talking about in today's episode but specifically something they had was this thing I had to explain to Christina (laughs) because it triggered a very specific memory of like it it's a toy that I used to play with at my grandma's house like she had this cabinet of just like toys in her basement she had like a nice finished basement so it wasn't like creepy it was like where the kids could play Mm -hmm. and she just kept all these random toys there she was always good at finding like really neat interesting stuff to keep us entertained and it's the name of it is like also kind of strange and like doesn't explain it (laughs) um the one I think is most people would probably be familiar with is called baby face and it's a magnetic drawing kit and the brand is Archie McPhee so they make specifically like weird toys and this toy store actually had a ton of their stuff and what this thing is and it's honestly even strange to call it a toy because it's like a cardboard piece inside that has like a picture and one of the examples is a baby so it's a kind of (laughs) creepy baby that's like bald and then on the sides it has like examples of like hairdos you could give it and this whole thing is inside of plastic because it is encasing like these little black metal shavings Mm -hmm. and you take this little pen that comes with it that has a magnet on it and you drag those little shavings to like give the baby hair I guess it's like kind of similar ish to etch a sketch but it's like also very different Mm -hmm. and it's just it's a really weird toy that I've literally not seen in (laughs) probably like a a long long time they not only had the version I remember which is like even creepier it's like a man it's just like a man that you give a beard (laughs) um but they they had the baby version and they also had a naked cat version so like you put fur on the naked cat and I was just like oh my gosh this is bringing back a lot of memories like I feel like Christina and I should do a whole episode on just like toys that were very specific to our childhood that hold special places in our heart and or you know, if they're still being made today, what people are saying about them and things like that. So and that transitions really well into our question of the episode, which happens to be what was one of your favorite toys and or games from your childhood? I so I read the question and I was like, what am I going to (laughs) say? It's not because I didn't play with toys or like played with any games when I was a kid. But trying to think back, like what was my favorite of all of those um, activities that I used to do? I don't know, like I definitely when I was younger was a big, uh, Barbie doll kind of yeah and because I love Barbie dolls so much like all of the princess Barbie dolls were my like very particular favorite specifically 
the princess and the pauper like that oh, doll era. Yeah. I'm like what do you call it <laughs> that doll design because the two main character princesses the dolls sing I'm just like you I'm just like you you're just like me you're just like me it's something anyone can see a heart that beats a voice that speaks the truth yes I So they, they, you can make them sing with each other. Oh my gosh, I remember those. Yeah, so that was like my absolute favorite um, toy that I played with as a kid. And I remember I brought both of those everywhere. Because Barbies are in general really expensive, I got the one with the pink dress first. I think maybe I got the pink dress Barbie princess during like my birthday. And then I think for Christmas, I was like, I want the other one so they can be like together. <laughs> So I ended up getting the pair by Christmas and I remember I Gosh, just, like, I forgot <laughs> about the singing one. They were so cute. It makes me want to low-key watch the movie because the Barbie, there, there were like a ton of Barbie movies when we were younger and I'm sure they might even still have them now. But the Princess and the Popper one was like one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> Honestly, same. And the thing is, like you said they might have movies now. You know what I know they have for sure because I've seen it on like be shared on Twitter and Instagram is Barbie has a YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Where she like vlogs and does covers. Honestly, it's like educational mostly like covers different topics for kids. Mm -hmm. And one of them was the Black Lives Matter movement, which was one that went really viral on Twitter because they were like, oh, this is actually very good. And like a very good way to like explain this to a lot of kids who don't come from black families or even just little kids in general who really have no grasp or concept yet on like race and how it impacts each person. And it was really good. And so she has like a vlog. It's a little uncanny valley because like <laughs> it's very meta. Like she's like as if she's a real YouTuber or like a real person. It, it's it's a little strange, but the message is very good. Mm-hmm. It, it is odd that like that's kind of how the Barbie image has transitioned. Because when we were younger, mm-hmm. it was a lot of like kind of putting Barbie, Barbie in the scenarios of like fairy tale princess stories mm-hmm. i also remember i used to have uh this nutcracker barbie i was just gonna say nutcracker barbie that one was like my favorite because you could bend at the joints so like her arms would bend and like the legs would also bend because she was a ballerina and i was i also really loved that barbie doll when i was younger i remember taking that one around with me everywhere too i could you just imagine like a little baby christina with oh. her with her arms filled with all of her barbie dolls were you a Barbie girl in a Barbie world? Oh, I definitely was. And then I remember like wanting to get like a big dollhouse for all the Barbie dolls because I because otherwise they would have just been everywhere in the house. <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite toy from my childhood. <laughs> I could literally do a whole episode on Barbies because I'm it's triggering all these memories. My sister and I had a whole big bin of Barbies because naturally if somebody got one of us a Barbie, they were going to get both of us a Barbie most likely and um we just had so many I got in big trouble one summer because I cut their hair like really (laughs) badly like I ruined I mean I ruined them and like you said they are really expensive and of course as a kid I had no concept of that so I was just like oh like I'm just playing with my Barbies but like that was bad Mm -hmm. um also I remember my grandma Hulahan looking for they always had like holiday Barbies each year Mm -hmm. they would have like a really they might still do it like a very special, almost less for kids and more for like even adults collecting like um, these holiday Barbies that, you know, were very specific each year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, what a brand Barbie. Like that's, it's insane how like it's still so big today. And, and the Barbie song plays at clubs. I mean... <laughs> Barbie can do anything. Barbie that's can what do I, anything. That's what I learned. Although, so I was definitely more of a Barbie girl and not a Bratz doll kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just never was gifted Bratz dolls. So if anything, like, I almost always had uh, Barbies, which was funny because my one friend when I was my, like, childhood friend, she was a Bratz doll girl. And if she came over to play, we would have these two different toys like I would have mostly Barbies she would have all brats but I remember the one year she gifted me a brat doll and then I gave her a Barbie doll and I'm like oh okay I guess that's how we compromised on our differences in toys okay the one thing I was gonna say about brats dolls so my mom thought that they were like low class Barbies so she wouldn't she (laughs) didn't want us to have them because she thought they were like promiscuous versions of Barbie I don't know why she thought that if it was the clothes or like I don't know what made my mom, I think maybe the name, 
like she was like brat like I, she did not like brats I mean I think she did give in eventually because I think I do remember maybe of not having a brats doll like no you know what I'm thinking of do you remember my scene mm-hmm. oh my gosh those dolls I had a movie Christmas movie where they like went on dates or something I, I watched it over and over and over again <laughs> that's a whole other subject section of dolls but none of them I mean brats is still a thing too but I feel like Barbie is just that's the first name you're gonna think of when you think of like dolls for mm-hmm. I don't recall if there's any new brats content i feel like it's definitely possible in the future that there might be like a live action brats something whether it's a show or a movie like i can feel it i can feel it in my soul that's coming i'm like if it hasn't already been announced yet oh it will be it will be you're giving away million dollar ideas here i really am you are (laughs) like somebody pay me please (laughs) i but um what's your toy or yeah so okay I do I was thinking about toys and I was just thinking about games so for some reason growing up one of my favorite games to play was the game of life and a board game yes yes and if I want to psychoanalyze it maybe it's because I felt like I could control every aspect of a um hypothetical future (laughs) (laughs) I also really liked putting the little people in the little car like you put the little pink pink pegs for the girls blue pegs for the boy uh, gender norms were fully enforced in this game um uh I just loved I guess like exploring all the different options and trying to get all the different careers and stuff so I loved that game and also I have a very specific toy memory um you remember the for real pets like the for real series mm-hmm. they're basically like kind of these creepy animatronic-esque like cats or dogs or puppies that like breathe or bark or things like that and I really (laughs) wanted the baby Dalmatian one Mm -hmm. um I asked Santa for it one year and when I got it I was so excited and so happy um I was really into like stuffed animals like I was into dolls but I was also really really into stuff I had so many stuffed animals like they would line (laughs) my bed I found a lot of comfort in them so I was a big stuffed animal girl and those for real, they were ex- very expensive too because they're like basically little robots. So I only got one. I loved it. I don't know. That's, that's... I like how you talk about stuffed toys as if I don't have a mountain of plushies <laughs> on my bed right now. <laughs> yeah, we grew out of that. <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I, I have my baby Yoda plush like <laughs> over here and my... Olaf's on my shelf. But uh, yeah, I think we can go into our reviews. You kind of started talking a little bit about the first one that you had mentioned. I'm oh, curious yeah. to see what the reviews are for that, though. Well, that's the problem is I couldn't find reviews anywhere. So I was explaining this for what inspired the episodes. This is the Arthur McPhee Babyface Magnetic Drawing Kit. So mm-hmm. they do sell this on the McPhee website. I couldn't really find it on Amazon. You can find it on eBay, but on the Archie McPhee site and on eBay, there are no reviews anywhere. Mm-hmm. So basically, I feel like this is something people necessarily, they definitely aren't clamoring enough for it to be on Amazon. Um, <laughs> and it's its usually only located like a novelty mm-hmm. gift shop or something like that. So I guess it's just not as in high demand but I will read the description because I do think it is funny. It says, oh, look at baby's beard. Some babies are born bald. Wouldn't it be fun if you could give them hair? Just move the metal shavings with a magnetic plastic wand and create baby hairscapes that boggle the imagination. From hipster to gangster, this whiskerless whelp will be transformed into a terrifically tressed toddler of your dreams. (laughs) <laughs> whiskerless whelp that's a that's a new that's a new one it's yeah the descriptions are are interesting they have the baby face variety of course and like i said the naked cat one is hairless hugo that one says poor bald kitty hugo is a hairless cat and now you can give him the fuzzy fur he so richly deserves oh my god <laughs> It sucks that I couldn't find any reviews because I really did want to know what, like, people think of this. But I guess it is just so specific that, I don't know, like, it literally is not on Amazon, which is, like, a very rare uh, feat, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have that much to say for it. Other than that, like, it really entertained me as a kid. And 
I like almost bought it when I saw it at that toy store. <laughs> um, you almost wanted to try it again. <laughs> well, it's one of those branded toys where it's like kind of like a do nothing. Like it's not like a video game. Like you're not like completing levels or moving for, you know, it's not a board game. There's no like end. It's just kind of like something you do to like pass the time, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's like the old fashioned equivalent of like Candy Crush. Like you're just doing like this, <laughs> like just a mindless task like just to, but also it's kind of like it's not drawing but it kind of is like it's just like a really random weird thing that I liked a lot as a kid it kind of reminds me of um what do you call it you know like when you get a cushion or like some sofas with that material if you w- wipe your hand over yeah. it it like changes the you know, makes it shiny or not shiny. Like, it just reminds me of sometimes you, like, try to draw faces or, like, write on that fabric, just, like, the mindless task that you'd probably do with the baby face magnetic drawing kit thing. That's what that reminds me of. Did you end up buying one? So you said that that when you first were introduced to the toy, it was through your grandma, but did you ever, like, make your parents buy it for you? No, I didn't. It was always just something I played with when I was at her house, so I have it very, it's a very strongly tied memory to, like, my grandma, Um, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I mean, like, my my parents would have had to really go on the hunt for it, though, because I feel like it really isn't sold, again, like, literally a novelty, Mm -hmm. but I looked, I looked for actual reviews, and I am sad to say that (laughs) <laughs> while, while this has been tried and booed by me it like doesn't seem to have any online reviews at all <laughs> online um, existence <laughs> it's just weird like there's like blogs where you can buy it and like it's on ebay but nobody's nobody's giving me their hot takes on this but as for present day like i am very shocked that it still even exists to purchase because it just <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense but yeah i hope yeah. uh hope I've I've uh, introduced it to someone who's never heard of it before I mean I guess you haven't Christina so yeah surprisingly I haven't like I said there are definitely toys that we used to play with when we were younger that are similar just like the draw the, the way you can like draw with the magnetic shavings on the plastic yeah. screen or whatever it is um speaking of other toys that really don't have a purpose the next toy that I am going to talk about or bring up is actually silly bands which I don't even know you consider it a toy it was more of an accessory that people would wear and kind of collect and trade off but yeah when I thought of what are toys that would have reviews on them I suddenly remembered the whole silly bands craze oh my gosh and honestly we weren't even that young when it was all when it was big no we were probably like in middle school when that kind of took its shape so I looked for reviews and oh boy there definitely were some a lot of them are like really outdated like the earliest review I have is from 2010 oh wow so from 11 years ago so there's this one review that I saved um from a reviewer named Sadie they gave it five stars and reviewed this uh on October 30th 2010 and the uh, title first says Purchase these for Russian orphans. They love them. <laughs> and the reads, Great buy. I gave them as gifts to orphans in Russia. They love them and were trading the bands by the end of the day. <laughs> so apparently in 2010, somebody, you know, purchased a bunch of silly bands and um, I guess influenced uh, Russian orphans to get into the whole trading game. You know, how popular were silly bands? Obviously they were popular here in the US, but like, did they kind of go beyond our national <laughs> it's boundaries. funny because so my grandma edgar on my mom's side whenever there was a trend like that like she would buy us just like she was always very up to date on like the kids toys trend and she would just buy us a ton so recently i found in my closet a really like a pretty old unopened pack of silly bands so i was wearing mm-hmm. them for a while unfortunately they do tend to break if you're wearing them all the time, like sleeping in them. Like they are like pretty cheap. Like they are going to like break or snap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have very distinct memories of when they were popular when we were kids, people would have literally their entire arm, like mm-hmm. the rainbow colors of silly bands. And it was weird. It was weird. It was a weird phenomenon, a weird accessory um, because they don't do anything, you know, other than they are a shape. And it is kind of cool just the concept of like you take off this rubber band and it makes a fun shape shape that you can't really guess until that happens. It reminds me a little bit of like, you know, at Dollar General, so you could buy those little foam 
pills and you put them in water and they expanded into like a dinosaur or something like Mm -hmm. that it's like kind of the same useless sort of thing where it's like you get excited for a second and then you're like what do I do with all these like foam dinosaurs like (laughs) (laughs) what am I supposed to do with these foam dinosaurs you know just like weird collectible things but yeah um orphans in Russia Hmm. (laughs) I just saw that and was like that's new (laughs) I mean I'm glad they liked them I'm glad the children like them I do have another review um this time from 2013 so Mm. still a while ago but also at the same time that's like past when they were trendy though yeah yeah that's why I was like oh okay um I mostly picked this review because I thought the review itself like the caption was pretty funny but it doesn't have a name for like a display name but the title reads OMG most amazing product ever this was the most amazing product I have ever bought my children and me spent hours slinging these at each other until my son's eye fell out luckily we have all state <laughs> and I was like somebody's literally bullshitting for this one. yeah that's not real <laughs> Also, they're weak enough rubber bands. Like, I don't know if they would swing very far or hurt that much. Yeah, I I don't. Definitely because of the shape of it, too. Like, once yeah. you, you know, once it's not stretched around your wrist or your ankle or wherever you decide to put it, like, it, it's not going to have much. I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have enough, like, having power. Having recently handled silly bands, <laughs> like... I feel like, I mean, mine are old, which can, like, compromise, like, the integrity of the elastic, probably. They're not going to hurt as much as, like, you know those thick rubber bands, like, at school they had, like, art in art class? That could make you go blind. That My favorite thing is that, honestly, kids, when we were younger, and, like, if somebody had a rubber band, I don't know why we thought to inflict pain onto each other with yes. them. Like, why was that a pastime of ours when we were kids? Kids are weird, man. And then I have one more review for these silly bands, this time from 2014. So we keep going upwards. Whoa! <laughs> You're at graduated high school. Yeah. So Molly says, silly bands were cool, like, five years ago. <laughs> And they rated it two stars. And she said, silly bands were cool like five years ago. I ordered these for the kids that I volunteered with. They were so over them. I repeat, apparently silly bands are not cool anymore. I kept them because I think they are still sort of fun. But these silly bands must have been from years ago because most of them were dried out and they broke after a couple hours of wear. To put this in perspective, I once wore the same silly band for like nine months before I got sick of it and took it off. So that kind of talks about how what you were saying when you recently, you know, dug up that pack of silly bands that you had and they don't really like work like they used to i remember trying like to use a silly band as a hair tie and it did not go well <laughs> no they hurt they hurt it really really hurt to put in your hair so it's like a rubber band i mean it practically is a rubber band just maybe with more like a some sort of like resisting coating surrounding it but yeah those are my silly band reviews man <laughs> i will tell you like i would purchase them and wear like two of them as like an accessory <laughs> just for, like and when I found them and was wearing them I had like several people our age be like wait a second are you wearing a silly bit like people remember <laughs> you know I honestly like would buy some but I'm worried that like that reviewer I would get them and they would like they wouldn't last very long mm-hmm. but I don't know I'll have to do some research I wonder, so when you were invested in the whole silly band trend but what was what was your favorite if you remember? Okay the ones that I found recently were words which was kind of fun like peace, love like the whole word? Yeah. Oh. It was all connected. It was lock letters. I wish I had one to show you. There was like love, peace, LOL. Mm-hmm. And those were really cool. The word ones were really cool. I don't know if I can really remember other ones that I had like when they were actually big. I mean, of course, like my favorite color is pink. So I really liked the hot pink ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, I I don't know. Do you do you remember any that you like fondly liked? So I remember like the really cute shapes were always very tiny and like hard to even put on your wrist. Um, and because I love the color red and I love heart-shaped things, if you think back to our Valentine's Day episode, I think my favorite one was like the heart-shaped one just because it was very simple and it was the closest to an actual, you know, circular bracelet shape. So it was easy to like put onto my wrist. Right. Honestly, I never, I didn't, like seek out silly bands on my own just because 
it was one of those toys that my parents were like, this is dumb. Like, what? Dumb, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if my friends had extras or doubles, they would give me those. And so that's kind of how I would participate in the fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, if we had been friends um, back then, my grandma Edgar would have hooked you up with <laughs> some silly bands. She, like, would, she honestly should have gone into, like, eBay trading because she would always get a whole bunch of something that was really popular and then just we'd have like so much of it, you know, even after it was big. But um, my grandma Edgar is also connected to the next item I have on my list. And that is Lightbrite. So Lightbrite has been around for a really long time. I have the distinct memory of my grandma having one that we played with at her house. And if you're unfamiliar, Lightbrite's basically like this kind of pegboard that sits up. It's double-sided and it has light bulbs on the inside. And you slide in like these patterns that are just black paper with like white dots where you should put pegs in to make a certain design and use different colors of these little pegs that are clear so that when you turn the light on, it lights up Mm -hmm. and it's just like very pretty and aesthetically pleasing. Of course, the pegs get everywhere. So that's like (laughs) one thing. Definitely something I saw in the reviews, but I thought of this because they had it at this toy store that I was telling you about in the beginning of the episode. They not only had like the OG light bright, but they had like a mini light bright. So like one that Aww. you could put like on your desk and just like put like a little heart or like LOL, like a little message board almost, which I thought was so like, I almost bought one. I was like, oh my <laughs> but it's interesting because the reviews were um actually pretty mixed when it came to light bright. Um, they do sell it on Amazon. And the one I was looking at, I was kind of confused because it seems like too cheap for what it is but the basic version so I saw versions that were bonus sets that were like $30 and up but the basic version that I found first that had the most reviews 23,000 reviews Mm -hmm. is only 15 bucks and I was like that seems pretty cheap for like a toy that I don't know what I I would think was kind of like vintage yeah 15 bucks on Amazon for this one (laughs) the reviews are mixed like overall it has four and a half stars like you would think it's highly reviewed but reading some of the top reviews people were mad um because of course (laughs) okay so the main thing people were mad about is those sheets I was talking about with the patterns Mm -hmm. on them Apparently, there are only two of those included in this light bright kit. So, like, once you use a pattern, it's kind of done. Like, I mean, you could put it back in, but it's, like, less fun because you're not poking little holes through mm-hmm. anymore. So, this is a review from 2017. She gave it a one star. She's a verified purchaser. We loved it until we used the two sheets included. Now it's, it's unused because I cannot find refill sheets for it that work. I ordered refill sheets that were too small for the screen, though the advertisement said they were compatible and the paper was too thick to punch through and impossible to line up. I have spent hours trying to find refill sheets. Frustrated! And 358 <laughs> people found that helpful. So this, I, it seems like that's like the most common problem. Mm. But um, another person, Monica gave it four stars and she said love it so easy a four-year-old can do it the mixed reviews scared me but I couldn't be happier with it my four-year-old can push the pegs in with no help at all the light bright came with four paper designs that so she's saying four um I even bought a 12 pack of extra designs that fit just fine so she's saying like she was able to find refills it might be a problem that's been like solved because this is in 2018 so maybe like they saw the reviews and they were like oh we need to like start supplying ones that fit because you on on amazon you can also find a lot of those like design papers like especially if you want to get a specific design you're like oh i want to get one of a dinosaur Mm -hmm. um you can order that there's like a ballerina one but yeah a lot of people were giving it one star because they i mean i think they were stacking it up against their own nostalgia too like this person (laughs) their name quote unquote is idaho teacher <laughs> and they gave it one star and they said huge disappointment this is the biggest disappointment in any purchase i have ever had Ooh. it is one fourth the size of the original light bright and it comes with only two templates should be described as a travel version so a lot of people were saying the quality wasn't as good and that that, that was bothered by them but then some people it's like a big range because it's like people are really disappointed or people are like oh i loved it this is so great to like share with my kid so it is definitely mixed but i would definitely want to buy this for them and like just expose them to like a fun part of my childhood and like 
I want the desk one for myself. Like, I'm probably <laughs> going to go back and get it. Just Lightbright, it's just such a unique toy. It's just very, it's like drawing with these little pegs and like it lights up and like the little pegs are like neon colors. It's just so pretty. Um, one of the complaints I did see in addition to the refill papers was that the old Lightbright had like a little drawer you pulled out that had all the pet. you could keep all the pegs in like the drawer. Yeah. And I guess this person said that in this version, and this manufacturer they don't have that so like it just came in a plastic bag so the pegs got everywhere which would be super annoying because like they're very small and if you lose all of them you know you're not gonna be able to use the toy (laughs) you're screwed (laughs) I mean I just like the wave of nostalgia that hit me when I saw it just like really got me and like I I'm glad they still make it. I hope that kids are still enjoying it and it seems like parents are still getting it for their kids. I mean some people were disappointed I think it's just one of those things where you almost are better to kind of try to seek it out in person like at that toy store because then you would see like the sizing um you know read on the bottom how many refill sheets it comes with but I also know that it's I I have not seen it in the store except for this very specific toy store (laughs) that I went to last week so that's easy for me to say but yeah it still exists did you ever play with Lightbrite as a kid I have not I remember very you know, avidly watching like the commercials for it, mm-hmm. but um, my parents just didn't. It's funny that my parents were like, "You want a doll? Okay, we'll buy more dolls for you." But if it was like a different type of toy, they'd be like, "I don't know. This doesn't seem like it has any educational value." And I'm like, "But Aww. the dolls do." <laughs> so I, I didn't mean, really get that. <laughs> it is kind of dumb, but I think it has more um, educational value than silly bands definitely (laughs) my parents didn't buy me silly bands either (laughs) right 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 but I don't know I think it's similar to you know just that trend of like having light up decorations that you can you know put in your room that's still something that people like to use now so I can understand why it's still a toy that you can find these days but personally I didn't have a light bright when I was a kid (laughs) I guess there's also a new version as of 2014 that's like a screen. I don't know if it's like an iPad screen. That's lame. But anyway, I was really trying to look up <laughs> when it was invented. I want you to guess what year Lightbrite was invented. I want to say early 2000s. Really? Yeah. Was it not? Is it 1967? That, that, that technology surpasses. <laughs> what? Damn. Oh, not the iPad version. Lightbrite, like. But yeah, the light bright, light bright. Yep, 1967. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. Yeah, that's standing the withstanding the test of time, it seems. I mean, all you need is just like um a light bulb, like and these little pegs and the board. So I guess that makes sense to me. Um, I'm also reading that apparently they are making reusable templates now too. Like, they're color-coded and they're already pre-punched, so you just slide them in and, like, go with, like, the color-coded, like, holes, I guess, there on it. So you can, you know, use those over and over again. Um, I think that's kind of very satisfying, though, to actually punch through it. So that would be... It's better for the Earth, but it's less fun. So um, (laughs) there's lots of innovation on the Lightbrite, and I am happy to see it because it really has a special place in my heart. And like you said, like, I think there's a market for it, like, like, those desk ones, like, even for, like, adults our age who are like very into like just having like these little decor things like lights or Mm -hmm. like message boards like I just think it's it's trendy and yeah brought brought a lot of good memes (laughs) and you can see um Casey having one next week probably yeah probably (laughs) is there anything else for the light break (laughs) Nope, that's it. They still exist. If you, if uh, anyone's interested, you can order them right now. So, <laughs> well, speaking of things that still exist, the next product that I'm going to bring up is actually scented markers, but a very, very specific <gasps> brand of scented markers, which I actually have one. Oddly, yes. Enough. It's the Mr. Sketch scented markers. And if you remember, these were the kind of like, they're thick markers with a chisel tip marker point. And almost like highlighters. Yeah, very similar to highlighters, but they came into this like box in like the primary rainbow colors. And each of them had a scented flavor that went with a certain fruit. The one that I'm, um, that I have with me is the grape flavor, which is like still very prominently smells like grape. (laughs) 
Wait, but you're I'm... saying you're saying grape flavor or scent? You... <laughs> I was gonna say you don't lick them, right? You should. I don't lick know. Them. Sometimes when I smell it, I'm like, I bet you you could eat this. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. But I hear that the grape scent and the cherry scent are the most popular or the like best smelling scent. But yep, still smells like. <laughs> Mm. oddly enough when I smell the grape one it just like takes me back to being in elementary and middle school really loving when somebody had these markers although because it's the chisel kind of marker point it's very hard to actually color things with it like you can yes. uh, maybe if you have to make a poster and write in like big block letters this is the type of marker you could use but realistically I would still be using like the thinner Crayola marker brand when it came to coloring things. I have a selection of reviews that I found because people are still buying these markers even as- I want to buy them right now. I can literally smell it when you're talking about it. I can smell it. The uh, most recent review is actually from 2020. So they are still selling them. Although people are having some issues with like how strong the scent is or even how the marker works. So the first review that I'm going to bring up is from August 2019. Still fairly recent, which is funny. Um, The person rated it five stars. Marissa says, these are the greatest markers known to mankind. And by that, I mean four to 12 year olds and elementary school teachers. (laughs) They smell so good. It's like crack for teachers. (laughs) People wonder how we make it through the day. It's because we're sneaking whiffs of cherry and grape twice a period. (laughs) There's no better marker for an anchor chart, even if little Billy in the back who refuses to acknowledge, oh, wow, there's a lot of words on this. But basically the point is these markers are very popular, both for the students and for the teachers because they smell so good. Well, you know what? It's funny because they teach you like, okay, you're not supposed to huff markers like sharpies and stuff (laughs) because like that's bad for your brain. It like, it's like a way I guess you could theoretically, I think you'd have to huff a lot of sharpies to get high, but like, you know, it's something to tell kids like you shouldn't be doing that. Then they make these markers that are meant to be huffed. That's literally the part, the appeal is in how you smell the markers and they smell so good. (laughs) What are they called? What's the brand called again? Mr. Sketch. So S-K-E-T-C-H. Uh, yeah, I can literally smell it just even thinking about it, just thinking about it, just seeing it. Seeing <laughs> I'm having marker. like a, what you call it, a Bernstein Bears moment or Mandela effect moment where I, I thought it's had the scent listed. Obviously, I know because this is the purple one that it's going to be the grape scent. For some reason, thought it would have the... It's not on there? Mm-mm. It just says Mr. Sketch scented and it's in this very vibrant purple color and that's it. It doesn't say anything about like the scent of it. Um, and there's no warning saying that you like shouldn't smell it or, you know, whatever the case is. It's just walking out of class with marker marks on their noses. Honestly, I do recall being in elementary and middle school and like that happening. Little marks on their nose because they were just smelling the marker all day. But I have another review, which um, there's no display name for this, but the person gave it two stars and this was reviewed back in June 2020 and they said double the fragrance fun. So I saw the like title and I'm like, but why is it only two stars? Um, But they said most of the scents, oh, most of the scents were doubled up and labeled under a different fantastical name. Other than the hue, there's no difference in fruit punch and galactic alien juice or whatever they named it also i can't find any indication that these are non-toxic question mark not on the (laughs) box or on the marker that's literally what i just said it has nothing else on the marker just like the brand and that it's a Mm -hmm. scented marker they said i guess this is where (laughs) i guess this is where natural selection walks in huh (laughs) oh my god i used them as a child and i made it to 30 okay my nephew should be fine cheers to the creativity that smells fun This is where natural selection walks in. But yeah, like I said, it doesn't say anything on this marker about like not toxic and or that you shouldn't smell them so (laughs) vigorously or whatever it is. But I really want some. I really think I need to buy a full pack of those markers. I kind of want to or I just want the cherry one because I I love cherry scented things. Well, you know what's weird about the cherry and the grape being the most popular is those are also like the the medicine flavors you got as a kid you know that is true you're right and i i had a big problem with 
cherry or grape um, cough syrup as a kid, like, the smell and taste of it made me want to throw up, because I just, like, I think I just had, like, negative association, obviously, like, with feeling sick and having to take it. I'd have to, like, plug my nose, my mom would have to, like, knock it back through shot, because, like, I, if I smelled it, or tasted it like I would like start gagging even if oh it, even if I wasn't like the type of sick where I was like you know having nausea or like vomiting mm-hmm. yeah I hated it but the scent but like the scent of grape like I do love that marker so it's a little different but that's just what it made me think of that <laughs> I still got my eye on that cherry scented one <laughs> I'm like if I find one <laughs> if I find one on the loose I'm snatching it <laughs> I won't even have to pay for it. I'm just going to snatch it and pretend like nothing happened. Yep. And then um, I have one more review for the scented markers. This one also doesn't have a display name, but they rated it four stars on December 2nd of 2020. And they said no names on the markers and the lids are too tight. These markers don't have the names of the scent printed on each marker, which we just talked about. The scents are listed on the back of the box, but let's get real. How long is the box going to last with these kids? I also felt like the caps were a little hard to take off and put back on properly. The markers smell really good. My kids love smelling all the scents. They write and draw good. There is a good selection of colors. This is my first time buying this brand of scented markers. I bought this brand for a change of scents without having gross smell. That line doesn't make sense. I honestly don't honestly don't know if I would buy this again. Probably not. What? I would definitely buy these again. <laughs> you just gotta like loosen up the yeah. They can't possibly be that difficult. I didn't get, I got this marker not that long ago. It should be fine. Yeah, that is strange. But yeah. I think person... people are just picky. We've talked about this before. The brand of people that leave reviews are a special type. And sometimes they're really, uh, they've got to stick up their ass. I feel like maybe this person didn't enjoy the glory of the scented markers when they were a child. And so they don't right. understand. Simply, they simply just don't understand. There aren't that many colors in the marker pack, meaning you can kind of with logic and process of elimination, figure out which color goes to what kind of scent. So you don't really need it to be listed. Right. So maybe I'm saying that because of the fact that like, I know what these smell like and I'm an adult. <laughs> right. I definitely feel that on the box similar to like crayons or markers like on the back they probably have like a listing of like what color and what scent went together but maybe not I don't know I'm ready I'm ready to buy light bright and these markers (laughs) (laughs) but that's all I have on the scented markers (laughs) well okay when you brought up this is a last minute addition to our main list but when you brought up silly bands I had the triggered memory of another weird weird phenomenon from my childhood (laughs) and that was mighty beans mighty beans now again my grandma had she came in clutch she bought us you know like the coolest different mighty bean packs like the thing about them is of course there were like all these different characters and some of them were really rare and some of them glowed in the dark and things like that I remember I had this mighty bean case. It was shaped like a bean and it was red. And you opened it up and it just, it was almost like a giant casket for my mighty beans. Because it was like, it had these little, we didn't like, have little, little slots like, for the divots in it. Oh my God. It was, it was like little divots for each bean. <laughs> I have, I my, definitely never got to that point where I could see something like that. My dad, uh, my dad said the other day that he feels like he like just got rid of the last of them that were like in our basement. Um, one of the things I love to do with them as a kid is like, I mean, there were all these little characters, and I was like, like many kids, was very into like playing pretend. So I would like take the different characters, and my mom has like the Charles Dickens like porcelain Christmas village houses. You see, yeah. Christina. Oh yeah, I was like. I would, like, play with them in the village, and, like, I I, I have a very (laughs) distinct memory of that. I also have a very distinct memory of trading beans and, like, how high stakes that was. And I remember I traded one of my absolute favorites, which was, like, a baby seal bean. It was, like, it was so cute. I traded it for a unicorn glow-in-the-dark bean. (laughs) And if people are unfamiliar, these are, like, plastic capsules that have some sort of, like, maybe, like, a metal ball or something inside. So if you shake them, they make a noise. And also, like, they can kind of, like, stand upright. 
Yeah, it's um, like meant to be the little rock or metal ball is meant to be like a weight so that they can sit up. <laughs> yes, and they still sell these on Amazon. I can't quite Amazing. tell if this is from like. <laughs> yeah, I can't quite tell if this is from a third party seller or not. It says brand Mighty Beans. These are specifically Mighty Beans Slam Packs. So I guess you were able to like take. I didn't have any of these, but I guess you're able to take the wrapping off of the pack and then you like hit the top of it and it like burst open and you have like eight collectible beans or whatever um (laughs) yeah I don't know I never had one of those but the characters another thing I'm remembering about the characters is they were like very kind of grotesque like some of them were really I was gonna say I remember them not being cute (laughs) some of them like the baby steel were really cute but a lot of them were kind of grotesque cartoon styles where like the woman had like really big boobs and like the men were kind of creepy so like it was just it was just weird it was weird and it's funny like the reviews for it um uh there are some relatively recent ones um but not recent as of 2020 or 2021 there are some 2019 ones um one of my favorite reviews is a three-star review from christina oh no what did i say about those (laughs) well apparently you have a son because you said (gasps) My son loves collecting annoying little things and never playing with them. Oh my god. These are one of those little things. <laughs> a lot of people in these reviews, the only thing they were complaining about were these weird, like this packaging I just tried to explain to you about like slamming the packaging down and it bursting open. Basically, they were saying like it didn't really work. But the beans inside, I don't really think like people had, a, had an issue with. Um, Peter K gave it three stars. He said, fun to play. These are fun to play with for a couple of days. Then you get tired of them. They are beautifully painted. Okay, Peter, well, they're not painted. But, uh, <laughs> I guess it's fun to collect, but I can't help but think they are like glorified rocks. Maybe buy the slides and stuff. It's up to you. Okay, so you could buy like slides to put the mighty beans down and stuff like that. Oh, I um, do remember that too. Oh my God. Yes. Now, these are, I mean, they're very small. So I do feel like they were, like, definitely a choking hazard for very young kids. Like, I know if we had, like, my younger cousins over at Christmas and stuff, like, you definitely don't want to leave them around babies or anything because they're definitely a oh, choking yeah. hazard. They'll definitely grab them and put them straight into their mouth. Yes. Um, but, in el- but like, in elementary school, when these were huge, I remember that they actually got banned from recess at my school because <laughs> people would get so intense about trading them people get in like fights like not physical fights but like you know kids would get upset with each other and things like that so um I remember we had to kind of like sneak sneak right I remember those were banned and also tamagotchis were banned um as well um which tamagotchis could be a whole other thing on this this list as well (laughs) but mighty beans were so weird and I had so many of them (laughs) Um, I remember I had like a mermaid one I really liked because she was like a blonde mermaid. I had like a superwoman one. Like they were truly a a phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, I personally never got to play with um Mighty Beans. I again no way. Seeing, yeah, my parents did buy them for me. I remember seeing them through the like just in the advertisements and commercials. Um, but we never had any. And then when you were talking about Mighty Beans, my memory suddenly went to Tech Decks. Do you remember Tech Decks? They were literally those finger skateboards. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. You would just play with the skateboard on your desk and you would do tricks with your fingers. That's Is it? I thought about that too. Mean if I say it was always like the weird kid in your class who had one of those. (laughs) He just like had one in his pocket and he would get it out and be like, watch me do an Ollie whatever on this finger skateboard. (laughs) I mean, this is definitely me enforcing the gender norms that I grew up with, but it was almost always the guys in my class who would have that. Well, Um, gender norms, but also they were marketed towards boys, to be fair. That is true. But going back to your weird kid thing, I always thought the guys were weird. So, yes. (laughs) To answer your question, yeah. Dude, I thought I remember those too. Wow. (laughs) And that's like a little bit of the honorable mention that I will bring in for today's episode. (laughs) Yeah, those things were wild. It is incredible what kind of toys we used to play with when we were kids. And it's funny that like, 
you know, as we talk about all these toys that we brought up for reviews, and even when we were doing like research, I just kept remembering toys mm-hmm. that I used to play with, or they came up in the suggestions. And I would be like, wait, I remember, even if I didn't play with it personally, like I remember seeing commercials for it, or I remember having friends who had those toys and things like that. So wow, this is what we toy with. commercials were such a big part of my childhood. And I really do wonder because of streaming and YouTube and how kids consume media now, if it's really not a thing anymore with kids, like toy commercials were such a big part of my childhood because like, you know, you watch Nickelodeon or or Disney Channel, like all the ads for toys. And I just remember like, that's how you found out about a new toy. And that's how you made like your Christmas list or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know? And I guess there's like unboxing channels for that kids like and things like that. But I feel like, you know, those classic wacky kids toys ads are just not the same. (laughs) It's funny that I honestly could not tell you what the most popular toys are these days days are honestly it's because I don't have any children like in the family (laughs) nor do I have any children of my own but I could not tell you what the popular toys are for kids me neither I think there's like a nah I don't even know the name (laughs) I don't even know the name of them I have no idea at all (laughs) but yeah I don't know is there anything else for your mighty beans before we move on to our honorable mentions No, I think I'm ready for honorable mentions. Yay. So I did bring up one slight one, which was tech decks. But um, (laughs) do you want me to start or would you like to start with the honorable? Go ahead and you can bring up one of yours. I know mine are listed first on our Google Doc, but I was just talking. So Yeah. So I talked about how there were just like a bunch of toys and things that I would remember as I was researching for today's episode and the first one that I remembered very specifically were blow pens yes you're not familiar with blow pens it was basically like this little plastic thing that you attach to this specific shaped marker and you blew on the plastic thing in order to give it like an airbrush looking effect when you try to color and I just remember very vividly the fact that my dad bought it for me like he saw the commercial and it had Mm -hmm. like a you know, a, a number that you call in order to purchase it mm-hmm. and then they mail it to you. So I guess I just had an interest in this. I don't know if I had an interest in it or my dad knew I liked coloring and so he just bought it for me. But one or the other, I ended up getting it somehow. But I just remember like the marker working a little bit, like maybe if mm-hmm. I tried it once and then very shortly after trying it, maybe like a second or third time, the marker would dry out. And I looked to see if there were reviews for this. Oh, I was just going to say, I did have one review, but I put in honorable re- uh, mention because it was just one. It wasn't like enough mm-hmm, for a mm-hmm. whole segment. Um, yeah, the person gave it one star and they titled it, please think twice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. It was reviewed in September 2018 and they said, not much of a difference between this and a regular colored pen. The colors will blend just for a few strokes and then it's the same color as the pen. <laughs> So they were not satisfied in the blow pen. But yeah, I remember when I was younger using it for the first time, it worked the first time you used it. And then when you tried to use it again, it like didn't work anymore. And I'm like, this is a waste of money. (laughs) It's a classic like as seen on TV scam product. Mm -hmm. And we had them too. And honestly, they're gross because like you get your little kids spit like all over these things. And maybe like your spit clogs it up and that's why it doesn't work (laughs) I I don't know but I also remember like some of the colors worked better than others they dried up they just didn't like work the way that they were advertised to do so I have very specific memories of using those as well nasty they're nasty I know I I did think about that too when I was reminiscing just like internally I'm like those were really gross now that gross. I'm thinking about it and honestly the name is like low-key inappropriate too well now it is <laughs> now it is as a kid I, of course I didn't know but um I guess you could say the same thing about blow pops, but eh, that's all I got for my blow pens. It really hit me. The memory hit me when I was like researching for this week's episode. So I decided to put in honorable mentions because I think a lot of people need to remember that this existed. (laughs) Yes. One of my honorable mentions is literally again from that toy store. You definitely can still get these, I'm sure, on Amazon and things like that. But they had the glow in the dark stars you can put on your ceiling. And when you turn off the lights in your room, 
they glow like a nice green glow and we had these in my room and my brother's room growing up I don't remember like taking them down or like when we moved if there was like damage or anything to the ceiling like taking them down but I saw them at this toy store a couple weekends ago and I really wanted them because like again like there's just something so comforting about the nostalgia of it but also the idea of like it's like almost like a light feature but it's not like a light that you turn on and I just I don't know like they're so cute I agree I mean similar to the plushies in my room I also have a wall with stars and moons on it so (laughs) I understand the appeal (laughs) even though mine do not glow in the dark Am I making up this memory or did you and Kayla have some in our dorms? Um, we had a whole lot of Christmas lights, but we didn't have any glow-in-the-dark stars. When I was a freshman, I did, but we didn't, I didn't know you then, Casey. Right. So I guess kind of when I bought them, I held the off using them for so long that by the time I finally put them on the wall, they no longer glowed in the dark. So they were just like stars <laughs> stars that you could barely see because the color matched the wall too closely but i did have some in my dorm room and kayla was my roommate but it was before casey bc <laughs> it was bc oh my god i just looked these up and there's a one-star review on this one specific brand of these that says causes cancer these are supposed to be for a kid's room but yet it says right on the box they contain cancer causing lead <gasps> dumb oh my gosh I mean, I think the lead is, like, I would assume is from you eating it, but I, like, that's what the warning is, but I don't, I don't know. Wow. Gee. Well, you can buy all sorts of different brands of them on Amazon, and it mostly is highly reviewed. A lot of people were saying it wasn't bright enough, but, like, it's a little tiny glow-in-the-dark star. I don't really know what you're expecting. (laughs) Like, it's supposed to be pretty subtle. And another thing I remember from glow-in-the-dark things growing up is at least this might be an old wives tale from what I remember is you have to like charge up the -the glow-in-the-dark thing so you have to leave it either under a lamp or like in the sunlight to like charge it up so that when it glows it'll be brighter oh (laughs) have you not heard about that no I haven't heard of that maybe it's fake maybe that's all a lie is a thing I just I'm not familiar with it personally Hmm, I'm gonna have to do some research because now I'm like questioning everything. You're like, what's the truth? <laughs> that was an honorable mention. I also thought about those. Um, the only thing I could that I can find them called as is sticky hands, and they're like those you could get them out of like a quarter machine, or I got them at like Chuck E. Cheese, where they're like these. I don't even know how to describe the material, but they're they're sticky hands. They're like it's like almost uh, similar to slime. It's similar to slime, but it's like solid. And I would just, you throw them at the wall. It's not good to leave them on the wall though, because the color will transfer. I remember that. I also remember getting a lot of them stuck on ceilings and stuff. And another gross thing about them is like, they would pick up just like dust and debris. They get like fuzzy. (laughs) Yeah, super gross. But you loved them for like five minutes as a kid. Yeah, it was a very... um... I guess that is why you would commonly find them in like a vending machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. or, are, those called, are those called vending machine? The one where you put the quarter in and then I guess it's vending um, something. What are those called? Quarter. Quarter machine. Quarter toy machines. Not a gumball machine because it's not. <laughs> but similar. But similar to, I guess like just a coin machine. I don't know. how. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> But you can get sticky hands everywhere, man. They have them at the party section of Walmart, Target. Yeah. You can order them on Oriental Trading. Get them Um, everywhere. They're so popular. Do you remember getting the Oriental Trading magazine Mm -hmm. in the mail that had, like, it's, like, basically party supplies and, like, little toys and stuff that you order in bulk for parties? Man, that's another triggered memory. (laughs) (laughs) I low-key liked looking through that catalog. I loved it. Because I could just, like, I don't know envision toys that I wish I could play with but obviously or like didn't. plan elaborate themed birthday parties for myself <laughs> like in my mind. <laughs> you're like everyone's getting this and this and this in their goodie bag <laughs> yes yeah I um I played with a bunch of those sticky hand toys um I loved them something about the slapping sound when you throw it at the wall 
That's so like, satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> but I did hate that it kept like getting debris and dust and hair stuck ugh, to it. Ugh, like, technically, you could wash it off, but right. then it starts to like lose its stickiness. <laughs> At that yeah. point, you just like throw it away and get a new one. Is there anything else you have for? Um, no, I didn't really find a ton of reviews. Just like you can definitely still buy them in bulk a ton of places and they're gross as ever but i love them (laughs) it's a memory that you will never forget so the last honorable mention product that i have is for an etched sketch um because that was definitely a toy that i remember playing with a lot when i was a kid but again i couldn't find enough reviews for it to get its own section in the review segment of this pod so i looked up etch a sketch and on amazon they have a question and answer portion that you can Users can submit questions and then either the seller or whoever can answer. But there was this one question when I was looking at the Etch-A-Sketch and it says, does this play Fortnite? (laughs) And the the answer says, no, it doesn't play Fortnite. (laughs) It sure doesn't. I was like, did somebody put this on mistake or were they purposefully just trying to trolling, troll and be funny? Uh, But I did have one review I have no idea what this display name is, but the person gave it five stars and they said, this is the original and it was reviewed on July, 2020. They said, just like the original, what can I say? My wife loved it and she's still quite good at creating images on it. Unlike me, I can only make rectangular images like stick figures, smiley face. (laughs) That was me. I was so bad. You know what I always think of though, when somebody says Etch-A-Sketch, I think of in the movie Elf, he uses an sketch several times throughout the movie. Like, he makes a Mona Lisa on one in the toy store. And he also writes, like, a list on one of, like, things. like, And they're very elaborate mm-hmm. of, like, what he wants to do with his dad. Um, and I just, like, was always like, how do you do that? But <laughs> there probably is a method to the madness as far as getting, like, quality images um, on an etch sketch but they're so cool yeah like the concept of it is very cool but um it's very iconic like the shape of it is very distinct yes. so even if you saw the outline of the toy you would know exactly what kind of toy it is at least if you're familiar with what an etch sketch is but i have this very vivid memory of being obviously a kid and i think we were doing like a really mini road trip to go see my godparents one day and we stopped at walmart and i was like I don't know, I really wanted to get this Etch-A-Sketch toy to occupy me, except for it was nighttime when I had bought the toy, and there's no light on the Etch-A-Sketch. Can't see. I don't know why I thought I could play with this Etch-A-Sketch in the dark, sitting in the car. (laughs) And I was like a child, meaning I couldn't really, I didn't have the dexterity to actually draw cool shapes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I just remember my parents buying me an Etch-A-Sketch, and it being really dark, so I couldn't even use it. (laughs) that's like that memory hit me too when I was looking up the Etch-A-Sketch I'm like I had an Etch-A-Sketch and I couldn't even use it when I bought it because it was dark that reminds me of like um I had like when I got my like first Game Boy I don't think they had like backlights in them Mm -mm. so if you were playing it in the car and it got too dark you had to stop playing yeah well I remember you could buy um like a light attachment which I remember my parents having to buy for my brother and I when we also started playing with the Game Boy but I I also remember before we had the uh like that a light attachment my brother and I would like we would have our game and we would play it if there was like a street light that was really bright coming up we'd be like yeah we have to play and then when it became very dark we like we just sat there (laughs) it was almost like a race like okay So I did the same thing. I really aggressively when there was like a brief moment of light, enough light for us to see. And then, you know, when the light disappeared, we had to put the games away. But my parents got really mad when we would play it in the dark because like they'd say to us, oh, your vision is going to like your eyes are going to get ruined. Straining your eyes. And I'm like, well, I wear glasses now. So I guess they're right. I guess they were right. <laughs> I had one of those Game Boys. It was like, it was the pink one that was like see-through. Like you could see the wires and stuff in it. Man, what great memories this episode just brought back. <laughs> I feel like I could do a million more things. I know. Every time like we talk about a different toy, I'm like, wait. And then this happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have for the Etch-A-Sketch. I just like remembered, you know, the first time that I bought it. And also how I didn't even get to use it. And plus I found the review. So I decided to add that to my list of honors. So fun. 
is there anything else that you'd like to add, Casey? No, I don't think I have anything else. I'm thinking of like a million things, but you know, I could go on forever. I am specifically thinking, and I don't know if you know what the name of these things are, but remember in a similar vein of these sticky hands, you remember those like tubular plastic filled with water and like yeah. sparkles toys? And it had like sometimes little like figure thingies inside, right? And like you like, like would try to like flip it inside out or something. Like what were those called? They were I don't so know. Weird. I would always try to stick my finger on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> I honestly don't know what it's called. I for some reason want to say it was like a like a slime tube or something. I don't even know if slime it's, is the word I'm looking for. It's just another one of those weird junk toys that you got at like Chuck E. Cheese or like a gift bag or like dollar store or something. Yeah, I keep thinking of things, but I don't, other than, than the fact that I could go on forever, like, I feel like this was a really nice roundup of some of, like, the most nostalgic toys of my youth. <laughs> We're just like, ah, yes, back in the day when we didn't have our cell phones to occupy our time, like, we just, we played with anything, it seems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we played with beans, we played with miniature skateboards. Weirdest stuff, man. <laughs> But yeah, I like this episode. It was fun reminiscing on, you know, just things that we used to play with when we were children. Yeah, it was so fun. Well, that being said, I think we are wrapping up this week's episode. You can listen to Tried and Boot every other Tuesday on the Anchor app. Or on your usual podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you stumble upon a weird review online, you can send it to our email, which is at triedandbood at gmail.com. Just make sure you spell out the word and. And remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, we'll say it on our podcast. Bye. Bye. Go play with your mighty beans. (laughs) And your tech deck. And your blow pens. (laughs)